so uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you're up. I hope you're ready. I hope you got your coffee. If you're on your way to work, if you're off work, well then, hey, that's even better. But welcome back to Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Like I say every week, it is my privilege. It is my honor to be at this mic again. We are at episode 116. That's a lot of talking. <laughs> not only <laughs> not only is it a lot of talking, but it was it's a lot of opportunities to minister. It's a lot of opportunities to cry, to pray, to to really just get into a great space spiritually, mentally. And so it is my privilege to be here once again. Y'all, I am joined with a special guest, my best friend. If y'all ain't never seen my best friend, here she is. It is none other than the Mrs. Taylor Melton. And it's so crazy, y'all. I can call her Mrs. because she just recently got married. When you do it. Come on. Yes. God did that. Yes, he did. Good Lord. (laughs) Yes. If you have ever walked through the dating process with your best friend, you are as happy as your best friend is. <laughs> so. Man, I'm trying to tell you that promise that he gave me, period. My husband is popping, okay? Yes, yes he is. That. Shout out to TJ. TJ is amazing. Right. <laughs> Shout out to my husband, TJ. Yes. Every week on the show, we acknowledge a black creative, an entrepreneur, a businessman, or woman for doing what they do best, y'all. And this week, we are going to put our spotlight on Miss Tamika Glover. Tamika is a light, and she's a wonderful, wonderful individual. And she has devotionals on the Bible app. Who doesn't have the Bible app on their phone? She has a devotional out. It's called Bold. There's another one called Level Up and Activate Your Faith, just to name a few. So for more information on her faith-based devotionals, head on over to you version app. We're all apps restored, okay? And y'all get your inspiration. Y'all get your little Bible plans going on and make sure that you tap into this black author. Because she's accessible. All right, Tamika, we're so proud of you. And and we pray for more projects to come. So, Taylor, um, like I do for all of my guests here on the show, I love for our listeners to get to know you just a little bit better. So I have a few questions that I'm going to ask you. My game called Off the Dome. Ready to play? All right, I'm ready. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Okay, so Taylor, what is your go-to beauty product? Girl, um, leave-in conditioner at this point, I'm learning. Because, you know, I don't like lipstick and a leave-in conditioner. That's that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) Okay, I hear it. Lips got to be popping. Hair got to be moisturized. Important. I'm all about team natural over here, you know. You get what you get. <laughs> yeah, y'all see her curls. Her curls is popping. It's a curl day. It we, is. We curl friends. <laughs> Taylor, what is the worst movie you've ever seen? I don't know. I really don't watch too many movies. Um, girl, I don't know. <laughs> well, then that's good. You haven't run into yeah. any bad movies. Let's see. Our last question is, 
what are you hopeful for for the future? Um, to own several homes and properties. I want to change a prison system and a foster care system, and I want to I want to have twin boys. That is that is what I'm hopeful for, and I'm trusting God for, and that's what we're gonna you know touch and agree for. Amen. Speaking of touching and agreeing, uh, that's like that's something we say all the time. Anytime we want to pray for something or we're seeking God to move in a certain aspect of our life, we always say, let's touch and agree. Touch Come and on. Agree. We're two or more. There he is. He's going to yes, bring our petition. Yes, hey. yes. So, Taylor, um, just a little bit more about uh, what you do. I would love for you to share with the listeners. What do you do as far as your occupation? Um, I'm a domestic violence liaison. So child and family services, most people know them as like CPS, child protective services. Um, when families end up getting a referral and involve domestic violence, um, whether it's just family violence or intimate partner violence, I am typically getting a referral for that. Yeah. So I will come in, I provide assessments, I provide resources, I will meet with the families, whether it's one-on-one at a group meeting um, together as the couple, and then I'm going to give them support. I'm going to give them education. I'm going to help them understand the root cause of whatever is causing the conflict, the violence, if it is domestic violence at all, and then give them some tools and techniques to help them create a healthy relationship if that's the goal, or even it's just healthy co-parenting. You know, we just want to stop the cycle from continuing. So that's what I'm here to do. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I just, I asked you to share that because um, it just came to me how much it's related to what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I felt the Lord um, quicken me and, and just in, the, in that slight moment that today we're going to be talking about how we fight our battles. There yeah. is a lot going on in the world, not even just in the world, but when you take a look at yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. and you see the internal turmoil, there are some people that have internal torment. There are some people that are bound to generational curses, some people yeah. that are bound to trauma. There are some people, I mean, it, it, it's the list can go on and on. And God's will for us is not to just sit there and get beat up by life. Right. It's not. Now, life is not guaranteed to be easy. I think it's almost promised not to be. When you set up with God, you're you going to struggle. You're going to suffer. You're going to face it all. Like, that's, I mean, look at Jesus' life. Like, he, he went through it. His disciples, they went through it. It yeah. wasn't you signed, up to, you signed up to fight battles. Yeah. If you signed up for Jesus, you signed up to fight, period. Like, I don't see no scripture that says your life's going to be wonderful. I mean, don't get me wrong. He he has all these promises to come through for you and to give you peace and to be with you in your battles. Yeah. But you're going to face suffering. Like, that's almost a guarantee. If not, if it not is a guarantee. Yeah. And even for those that don't even walk with Christ, oh, there's yeah. going to be battles. So it's it's a matter of how we're going to fight that and so that that's where that's where we are going to go today there are three things that i want to discuss um one of it it's it's being it's bringing 
your big and your little things to God. Right. And we're going to talk about what it looks like and what it means to fight in the flesh versus what it looks like it means to fight in the spirit. Okay, Taylor, you ready to get into it? We're going to get into it. Okay, so let's talk about bringing all things to God. What does that mean? Like big things, small things. Why should we bring the smallest of things to God? Why should we bring the biggest of things to God? Let's talk about that. I think it's easy to think about bringing the big things to God because you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like only person that can deal with it is God versus like the minuscule things. People are like, God don't care about that. Like, and he does. (laughs) I, I will ask God like, Lord, I can't find my headphones. I'm running late for work. I need my headphones for work. Like you got, you got to bring it together. And immediately it's like right there at the the front of my dome, like go pick them up. They over there next to your purse, they over there on the floor, like whatever, like it just pop up in my brain for whatever I'm asking God for. And even in the moments where it's like a huge thing, like, and it's not even just for yourself, because even with my line of work, I'm not just fighting for myself. I'm fighting battles for a lot of my clients that they don't even realize I'm praying for them and going hard for for them behind the scenes. Like, Fighting to have them a safe place to be, have housing, like to come through for having reunification with their kids. Like, you know, it's all these different things that you're fighting for. And it's not just fighting for me. Like, don't get me wrong. I fight for me, too. And I, like I said, Kendra already know we don't touch and agree on a few things to make sure that God's going to come to come to pass for this. You know, whenever I didn't know what was going to happen with my housing, my immediate thought was like, oh, Lord, like what am I going to do to make something shake? Like, what am I going to do? And it's like, peace be still, sit down, chill out. Like, you know, and it's the huge things that are out of my control. And then it's also the little baby things that are like, I don't know where my headphones are, but God cares about where my headphones are. And he cares about where I live. He cares about my hair coming together, even just praying to get on here to have my lipstick correct. And we know I don't do makeup and stuff. And I was like, Lord, fix it. So I got to do it a whole bunch of times. And I did it in one try. He cares about the little things, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does. He cares. And that's something that we need to understand, know, and hold on to. God cares about the big and the small things. I've told this story maybe twice, maybe more than twice on this show, um, Mm -hmm. about my cell phone that I dropped in the ocean. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Y'all, Taylor was with me. I was there. She was there. Come on, Lord. And if you don't know the story, me and my best friend went to Santa Cruz Beach. My phone fell out of her backpack, plopped into the ocean. When things fall in the ocean. The waves take it. And you never see it again. And I was so (laughs) mad. I had my car, my my driver's license in there. I had money in there. I just had everything in, in my pop socket that was on my phone. And I was just so irritated, like, oh, my gosh, like that heart sink. I had it. And Taylor told me, Kendra, ask God for your phone back. And I thought that was so silly. I thought it was so silly. I'm like, that's so small. It's such a minuscule um, request of God. Like, why would I ask him that? That's not big enough. Not even 60 seconds later, we prayed. We prayed. We walked back up to the shore. And what the lady say? Is this your, is this your wallet? Is this, is this you? <laughs> Tell me God don't care. 
no, for real. Like I, I be telling that story all the time. Like you cannot tell me that God don't hear you. He be quick, fast, and in a hurry sometimes, girl. Because like I said, my foot was hurting. I was limping. You there ain't no swimming. We wasn't getting girl. It was too much, and like prayed about it. Boy, little boy walked up. Is this all of yours? And you had insurance on your phone to get it recent. Girl, had a new phone. Had all your stuff. On time, period. It was so crazy. God cares about the small stuff. What are the odds? It's not even the odds. It's God. It's just Jesus. It's just God. There are no (laughs) odds when you have God because He's God. This woman said, My son was just out there digging in stuff and he found your phone. Even if somebody found my phone, who's going to return the phone? With money. With money in it. And everything in it. They could have like stole my whole life. No, <laughs> but really, God, you have everything in there. <laughs> I don't do that with my phone anymore. But, <laughs> but it was just God is so good. And then I got another testimony. I just keep losing stuff, y'all. But no judgment. This is a no judgment zone. I went to the Maverick City concert, and you went to the concert too, Taylor. Yeah, we. I was there with my husband. Yes. We hey, uh, we went to the concert. And they didn't allow backpacks in. So you had to either have a clear purse, which I ain't got. Who has a clear purse? Not me. Or put your stuff in your pocket. I dropped my driver's license. I didn't tell you. I dropped my driver's license. And I'm looking for a whole week. I've been riding. I was riding dirty, y'all. I was riding (laughs) dirty. No license. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't want to have to go to the DMV. I don't want to have to do all this stuff. Can I help me find my license? And I get a, a letter in the mail from the Concord Pavilion. They were like, we found your ID. Would you like us to mail it to you? He cares. He and Kim is going to be more careful, y'all. I'm going to be more careful. But he cares about the little things. And even the big things, too, because some folks think that their stuff is too big for God or they're too dirty to come to God. I remember having conversations with people and they're like, you know what? Like I'm in such a mess. Like my life is just, you know, turned upside down. Let me fix me first. And then I'm gonna come to God. And I'm just like, it don't work like that. Like you can't fix you. Mm -mm. What we end up doing, is just making a bigger mess. So bringing it to God is the first step in fighting your battles. Why? Because he cares. Yeah, he does so much. Like you can't even imagine the love that God has for you. Like it's incapacitating. Like I think about that sometimes and there's sometimes I just cry because of like how, like how unworthy I am, but how much he loves me anyway. Like, I'm so important to him and it like blows my mind. Like I fail you so many times and you still choose me. Like and give me the opportunity to choose you back. Like you don't be like, girl, I'm done with you. You don't hurt you. I, and I'm all for boundaries. Don't get me wrong. Cause I set them and I keep them. Like I'm all for them, but he don't be like, you don't cross me too many times. You can't come back. He's like, and every time I come back, he's rejoicing him, his angels, like my, my, my community, the church, all of them, like they're so happy. I've come back. And like I said, me and I have had a few little moments when me and him just got into it. And like I said, God want to hear that too. If you mad at God, tell him. You want to hear it. It ain't nothing you don't know. Like, go to God 100%. But it's it's unfathomable how much he loves you and how much he cares about you all the time. He really Big things, does. small things, all the things. 
he wants to know all of it all the time oh my gosh like I thank God he don't love us like people and when you when we understand his love versus people's love because people's love is like it's you can't depend on that it'll change Mm -mm. but when we understand God's unchanging love yes then we're able to move different we're able to receive it like like you say we, we think about God's love and how unworthy unfaithful we've been all you all I can do is cry yeah so ah oh man okay I ain't going there I ain't going there <laughs> <laughs> but that's the first step like bringing it all to God because he definitely cares about us um when it comes to fighting we are so used to fighting in the flesh oh. Taylor Tell us, how do you fight in the flesh, girl? I'm quick, fast, and in a hurry to fight in my flesh. My fight or flight is fighting off top. Like, if I feel threatened, if I feel irritated, I'm, I'm, I'm on a fight. I'm on a fighting mode. And that's just not, like, with people. That's even, like, sometimes even within myself. Like, I immediately want to control everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I immediately want to take control of everything. I'm frantic. I'm like, I need to take care of this, 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 and this. And it doesn't it doesn't really work that well. Like God be on my head. He'd be like, girl, independence don't work in relationships. Like, are you are you are you listening to me? Like you're in relationship with me. So don't you think you have to consult with me before you decide to do something? That's like with marriage. Girl, going from singleness to marriage, transitioning to do everything on your own, to doing everything with somebody, that's relationship. And relationship with God is just like that. And he's like, you need to chill. You don't get to make decisions on your own. Like, if you really want to be in relationship with me, you got to let me be here. Let me help you. Let me do this with you, for yeah. you, all of the things. But in my own, like, doing stuff on my own, I'm like, I need to get all these things in order right now. I need to take control of this right now. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's sit down, be still, and God's already taking, he's already taking care of it. You actually mess the stuff up trying to do everything on your own. Like trying to run and like get everything organized and like it's already done. Like mm-hmm. I'm over here trying to plan. Where am I going? What am I doing? What am I doing with this? And it's just like, daughter, sit down. I am a good, good father. I got you. Sit down. Just wait for a second. Wait and listen to me, and yeah. then move after I tell you yeah. to move. A lot of our ways of fighting is reactive. If some right. somebody do something to us, we gonna do something back. For right. Me, I'm tit for tat. Ooh. I, I I can be tit for tat. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you gonna do that? Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. But that's flesh. That's not right. And so when I feel that rising up in me, it be, <laughs> and I've gotten better. It used to be hard for me to suppress that. And then when God tell me to suppress it and I do it, I, I would have an attitude. Mm. Like, cause this is what my flesh wants to do. I can come back at you that quick, but I've, I've really, I've gotten so much better <laughs> friend. I've gotten better when it happens, when it, when, when I feel that coming, I just say, you know what, God, you have it. 
God can fight a battle better than you any day. All the days. All the days. All the days. Pick a day. Pick a time. <laughs> he, can, he, he fights them way better. And so he gives us his word, the word of God for us to use to fight because yeah. we will always fail in our flesh. Yep. Every time. We will always fail in our flesh. If that is how we want to react and fight. No, we have to know who we are. We're conquerors Mm -hmm. through Jesus. We're victorious because he's victorious. How about God already fixed the fight? Right. And if we walk how he wants us to walk, if he, if we fight how he wants us to fight, we will and have no other choice but to win. Yep. Let's give him some scripture. Let's talk about fighting in the spirit, Taylor. I feel like immediately people who know scripture off the dome, they immediately want to go to Ephesians 6 because that's the full armor of God right there to this is what I need to be putting on to get myself together. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same thing of like, do I want to have specific scriptures for specific instances? Yes. Like, do I have it for my fear? Do I have it for my anger? Mm. Do I have it for my hurt? Do I have it for my betrayal? Like Mm -hmm. you're finding those specific scriptures. And then in the same thing, it's not just about with the scripture, it's fighting in worship. Scripture tells you to fight with worship too. Even prophets who are literally directly connected with God, hearing God's voice on the daily to give it to the people are telling me I need to set my atmosphere. Give me the harps. Give me the musicians. Give me the stuff to set my atmosphere so I can even give you a word. It's bigger than just you know, using the word, it's setting an atmosphere to hear God and then understand the word on a different level. Yeah. That's what the second Kings three fifteen is that for setting the atmosphere and Elisha given a prophet. Let's read it. We're going to second Kings chapter three, folks, get your Bibles, get your apps. <clears throat> okay. Taylor, you have it up. Working on it. Kings 3.15. Do you do you want me to give a little bit of context of before I get into three? Yeah, sure. So in this, Elisha, he has an attitude, by the way. He has an attitude. He don't even want to see or look at the people that he's dealing with. He's like, I don't even want to talk to y'all. And because he's in his, he, he's feeling some type of way. He don't want to deal with somebody. He like, look, I'm going to even deal with you. Bring me this musician. And so then it happened. This is going into 15. Now bring me the musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him and he was able to give the prophecy. And he gave them the word to, you know, make the ditches and set the certain things going on. But I feel like specific context that I'm taking from this is the fact that he was angry. He was in his feelings. He was frustrated. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, since I have to get my mind right and be on one accord with the Lord, let me get in a space of worship. So then I can be mm-hmm. doing what God wants me to do to give the word that he mm-hmm. has for you. Because even in his anger and even in his frustration and the fact that I don't even want to deal with you, like I don't even want to talk to you like you you make me feel some type of way. I don't even want to help you. My flesh, it don't like you for a whole bunch of reasons. 
But I'm like I said, I'm finna, I'm finna get out my flesh mm-hmm. and I'm finna set this atmosphere and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what the Lord asked me to do. Glory. Amen. I love that. Because it humanizes us. Mm-hmm. We think when we read the Bible or we see people that go to church that they perfect with but, but we not. We just sat up here and told us and told y'all what we struggle with. Right. How we want to fight in our flesh, but we have an understanding and a submission to the almighty God. And you can't be out here fighting demons and fighting devils with the wrong weapon. Facts. What I look like uh, coming to uh, going, going, going to war and the only thing I got in my hand is a plastic bat. <laughs> Not even a knife, but a plastic bat. Who am I finna tear down? Who but I'm no, finna whip? It's like just fighting correctly and fighting with what you know how to fight with. You go back to even the story everybody knows, David and Goliath. They trying to put all this armor on him. He said, look, 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 look. The way that God done set me up and the armor of God that I have with me, like I know who he is and I'm going to fight with what I know how to fight. I done took down bears and lions and all this stuff with the way that I was dealing with God and dealing with my little um, slingshot and stones. The way that God got me right now, I'm going to go to battle with him and my little my little stones and slingshot and I'm, I'm going to knock him down because you ain't, I'm not even fighting this. He's fighting for me. Yeah. Y'all all over here afraid of stuff, but um, let me tell you who my God is. Hey. You uncircumcised Philistine, I'm finna knock you down and cut his okay, head off with, that his, own, was, with, his, was, with his own sword, though, look, okay? Look, David, he was, <laughs> he was talking reckless. That's how you talk crazy you to somebody back then. <laughs> no, you uncircumcised Philistine. That's exactly funny. I mean, like, yes, David used what God gave him. And we have to fight with what God gives us. We can't fight with what we want to fight with. No, we can't. We just can't. When we look at Second Corinthians chapter ten, verses four through five, um, reading I'm reading from the English Standard Version. It says, "For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, mm. not of the flesh, but their divine power to destroy strongholds." Yep. So it says, when we're fighting this fight, you can't use your stuff. You can only use the divine power. And the divine power is what brings down these strongholds. And verse 5 says, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And takes every thought into captivity, to the obedience of Christ. Even the wrestling in your mind. Because sometimes it's not always yeah. tangible. Sometimes it's not always physical. But this up here, ooh. Yep. How many times have we sabotaged ourselves? A bunch. <laughs> Just because we wasn't right up here. Because we didn't cast down those thoughts. Yep. This is how we fight in the spirit, y'all. Now, can you read for me? Do you have Galatia? Uh, Galatians chapter six up. Y'all, we are giving scripture. So y'all, y'all make sure y'all write this down. 
we going after this my challenge to everyone yeah my challenge to everyone is after we um after this episode go back and study this Go back into the scripture, get different versions, ask the Lord to open up your understanding deeper into his word. Okay. All right. Taylor, you ready? You starting at verse one. Um, let's see. What is it? Up to you. Because verse one through five is about sharing your burdens with one another. And Thank I you. feel like it's important to fight your battles with your team, you shouldn't fight your battles alone. Like I said, you already know Ecclesiastes 4 9, one of my favorite verses about not going to battle by yourself, doing yeah. things together. Mm-hmm. And it says, Brethren, I, I read New King James. Okay. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself less also, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burden so you fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. Amen. And then let's go down to verse... Well, as many as desire to make a good showing in the flesh, these would compel you to be circumcised, only that they not suffer persecution from the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails nothing but a new creation. And I feel like that goes back to aligning your heart with being in spirit and not in the flesh. Because when you're going back to these fleshly laws and rules and ideas of what the law had before, Mm -hmm. Jesus fulfilled the law. So that way we can fight from the spirit and not being worried about what our flesh looks like, what our feelings are, because all of those things change all the time. We're fighting from our spirit. And if we are removing the flesh and fighting from our spirit and changing our mind, renewing our mind, we are more likely to continue to speak life and to surrender and control our tongues to speak life and to support our brother and carry the loads that we have. For ourselves and for them together to overcome the circumstances with the power of Christ. And that's another thing about fighting. And I thank God I've learned so much. Um, And now I feel like in this season of my life, I'm really learning what an intercessor. Mm. Like the, the warring of an intercessor. Yes. I promise you, like, um, I can remember being a child. And I remember receiving a prophecy that God has called me to be an intercessor. Then I didn't know what it was. I was just, you know, praying. But now I know. Mm-hmm. And and what I know about it is that the battles, the things that I fight and the pain that I experience, it's not wasted. But it's causing me to learn how to pray. It's causing me to learn how to intercede. And I remember last, 
last night I actually was at a revival and um, a, a friend of mine was next to me and the Lord began to deal with her and God mm. told me to go pray for her. And I just felt, Ooh, I just felt like a strong, I can't even describe it. I felt God so strongly in warring and in intercession. Mm-hmm. I was fighting in prayer. Yep. Taylor, I felt it so strong and it wasn't Kendra. It was right. the Holy Spirit. And I began to pray in tongues. And, 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 oh God, it just, it just, I've, I've never experienced it that strong mm-hmm. physically. And it was a blessing. It was a blessing to be able to fight on the behalf of somebody who needs help fighting. Right. Because sometimes y'all, we can't carry it on our own. And when God causes us to, to pray for people, you pray for them. Yep. Anytime God allows someone to come across your mind. Yes. Yes. Pray. <laughs> yes. No, that's fact. When people be like, girl, I was thinking about you the other day. Pray for me. Yes. When God wake you up at two, three in the morning. I've learned that's yep. just not me, you know, having to go to the bathroom and get something to drink. It's you no, God's waking you up to pray. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's for pray. real battle fighting times right then. That, that, that's some serious warfare hours. And if he, he waking you up, you can say, come on, Sam, talking about Lord. You know, I'm listening. Your servant is here. Mm-hmm. What do you need me to do? Your yeah. servant is listening. Yeah. So y'all there is, there is, What I want everyone to gain from this episode is that whether if it's big or small, whether if you are fighting addiction, if you're looking for a job, if you need peace in your family, if you want to make health goals, if you, if you want generational curses to be broken in your family, if whatever it is, God cares. Right. And in order for us, that's the first step. We have to give it to him so he can teach us how to war. So he can teach us how to fight. And that the way that we fight cannot be with our own methods. Right. But they have to be with God's. Taylor, what is something that you want someone to take away from today's episode? I think that whenever you're going through something big, small, whatever it is to pause, Mm. to pause and to pray and to just be still until you hear what God is saying. Cause the last thing you want to do is run a red light and get smacked. Like that's facts. Like if you, if if God, if you have a red light, don't, don't run that. (laughs) Cause you, you don't want no accident. Pause, make sure that light is green. Make sure it's green before you move. Green is for, is gold, folks, just in case yes. somebody was going to But if it's something. red, sit. And if it's yellow, you know, I know people want to run through that yellow sometimes. <laughs> you, you know slow what down. I'm saying? Slow down. Yeah, slow down a little bit. Like I said, just, you know, that that's yeah. something you want to, you know, pay attention to because it's okay to just be still for a second because mm-hmm. that's what I had to do. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when things hit the fan and it was 60 days and you got to figure it out, 
I was like, all right, sit down for a second. God, what do you have me doing? Am I going? Am I going? Are we going somewhere? But which direction am I going? Yeah. <laughs> which direction am I going? Am I going over here? Or am I going over here? And like I said, it was a quick move. The Lord was like, you going by yourself. This is a transition. You Everything's going to happen quick, fast, and in a hurry. And it did. God moved quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. And like everything I wanted and then some happened. Okay. Hey. Like, but I'm talking about that obedience and that pause. Because if I would have made another decision, my life would look completely different right now. Mm-hmm. That pause matters. That pause and that pray and that listening and then the obedience. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, I hope and my prayer is that this was an encouragement to someone that you are able to look at your situation different and also look how you affect your situation by the choices yes. that you make and the things that you do. And that is, it is crucial for us to be obedient to God and to fight the way that he wants us to fight. All right. If, um, Taylor, thanks again for joining us. It was yeah, a pleasure, a blessing for you to be here. So, um, like we do on the show, every, every episode, we pray out. So with all hearts, minds clear, let us go before the father in prayer. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We adore you. Oh God, you're so good. God, you're just so amazing. You're wonderful. God, I pray, um, today for forgiveness for any time that we have gone before you without considering you for any move that we've ever made without your permission. God, I pray that you cause us to come into alignment with you. God, I pray that you give us a a yearning and a desire to seek you and your word. God, and when we go to your word, God, we pray that you give us an understanding. Let your spirit speak. God, let us pause be still silent so we can hear what thus said the Lord. God, we praise you and we thank you for this opportunity to come and to share with our dear brothers and sisters. God, we pray that you bless them in a, in a, in a wonderful way, a miraculous way. God, we pray for miracles. God, we pray for testimonies. God, we pray that you come through for your people on this week. God, we just thank you. and, And we have so much gratitude and love for you, God, keep us and we shall be kept. Save us and we shall be saved. And this is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, man. Well, that is the word this week, y'all. Be encouraged. Have a yes. great day. Put a smile on your face. Know God loves you. Know that he cares. All right, everyone? And be blessed. Bye.